Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves. It's what our moms tell people when the Apple Watch is, in fact, ultra. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. And in fact, our first our first matter of business here is we have a very bold claim here from Neil, who predicts the first panel will fall in 15 minutes. So you know what? Set a timer for Sorry, 15. Oh my God, I hate Siri. <laughs> Classic Siri. Set a timer for 14 minutes and 40 seconds. 14 minutes and 40 seconds, counting down. There we go. Let's see. The timer is official. Chop, chop. Let's see if Neil is correct. I would not be surprised. Everyone is saying that all the panels are going to fall. Uh, I suppose the balance of evidence would suggest that that is the most likely scenario. Yes, I have not put new adhesive. Maybe that's something we could look into uh, next mm. week. Yes, and yeah. as a matter of fact, great segue, Noah. Next week, we'll be coming to you, that's right, live! Yeah! Yeah! It, the crowd goes wild. Rah! Live live, and in person, I think, is, is yes. the important, oh. <laughs> the important distinction. I missed that. You're right. In person. Yes. We're going we're gonna to both be in front of the wall panels. Yes, we will both... We will both be in this this very room in front of these very wow. wall panels, and uh, it's very exciting. Wow. What an amazing day. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be our most in-person podcast, and we think you'll really love it. <laughs> yep. Most in-person podcast in more than a year. Kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wait, when was the last time we did an in-person episode? Was it like July of 2021? Probably. I don't think Goodness. we've done it since I moved out here. Oh, no. I don't know. Long time. Well, I think we got to get into it by Okay, let's 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 first take a little pit stop on the news corner before we start talking about the Apple Watch Ultra, which I know both of us mm -hmm. have a lot to say. So so here's the most recent bit of news. Mark Gurman just today, earlier, said that apparently Apple is not, in fact, planning an October event, but that all the remaining new products of the year will instead be press releases. I think I did read that uh, earlier today on Twitter. I have to say, I'm a little sad. I really enjoy... When we get to watch an Apple event. Yeah, I really enjoy watching the Apple events. Obviously, you know, we do our live stream. We get to do bingo. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, I guess maybe it's not the most surprising thing because a lot of the products that we're expecting are uh, like spec bumps, especially like the MacBook Pros. The iPad, mm. you know, maybe, no, I don't know if it'll be a redesign, but, you know, maybe they'll move the camera or something. But nothing, you know, like the iPhone and the Apple Watch. I could see them doing a press release. I mean, they did it for the, the AirPods Max even. Like, that was kind of crazy to be a press release. But, I mean, they've done press releases yeah. before. 
I could see them doing it again, but I do love a good Apple event, like you said. Yeah, and honestly, I have to say, I think uh, this news of, of press releases being a thing is probably as good as you can get of an indication that this year's MacBook Pros are going to just be M2 Pro and M2 Max. No additional configurations, probably no additional features. I think it's literally just going to be the CPUs, or not the, the SOCs is what I meant to say because I'm a technology expert, and that's not just what we call ourselves. That's what our moms tell people when exactly. the Apple Watch is Ultra. But I, I would honestly be surprised if the reviews end up being all that compelling. Of course, you guys know I'm going to be buying the new stuff. God, they keep just, just taking money right out of my pockets. They they put it in there by giving me videos, but then they just take it right back out again every time. You know, three, four, five times a year. They're just like, hey, guess what, Luke? It's time for more money. Say goodbye. And I'm like, no, I want the money. And they're like, no, you don't. You don't get it. It's not yours. And I'm like, no. That's the circle of life. You know, it could be symbiotic. It could be parasitic. That's up for you to decide. But, you know, there's a there's a give and take there. That's how it is. The uh, There's mostly a take. Yeah. If you think about I it. I mean... I will say that, you know, if you're able to, you know, you're, you're, you, you make your, all your videos are, you know, about Apple. So they're giving you, they're giving you something to mm -hmm. talk about. They're taking your money. Don't get me wrong, but they are giving you something to talk about. So there's, there's something there. You know, you're not wrong. I can't argue with that. But one thing that is standing out to me here is another person with a, fantastic name some might even say the best mm -hmm. name in chat here uh pointed out does this news mean no mac pro this year and i think almost certainly there will not be a mac pro this year i think the mac pro look i honestly as soon as we got m2 i started thinking okay mac pro's not not coming yet because the Mac Pro is, I think it deserves a bigger internal rework than what the M2 chip is. The M2 is a little bit of a spiced up M1. They just ran, they just did a little ECU tune and bumped up the horsepower a little bit, right? That's all they did. But the Mac Pro needs more than that as we found out with the mac studio right you can't just keep scaling the same cores forever and ever you're gonna run out of a point of diminishing returns so for the mac pro they're gonna need something new and different they're gonna need a truly next generation apple silicon core yeah, that's a good point because i honestly forgot about the mac pro and i know it was teased at one of the previous apple events and I honestly just forgot about it. Obviously, you know, with the MacBook Pros uh, this year, we're expecting minor spec bumps because we just got the big new design last year, and that design's going to stick around. You know, they'll, they'll make tweaks to it. There's our wall panel, by the way. Oh, man. Let me tell you what, though. I'm going to pause it here. We had seven and a half minutes on the countdown. So unfortunately, Neil, 
you didn't win this time. I'm sorry, buddy. Do you think was was the was the prediction within 15 minutes or at 15 minutes? Um, I believe my impression was. Okay, I found the comment here. I predict first panel in 15 minutes. That mm. sounds like a the first panel will fall in 15 minutes from 8:52. And it is unfortunately only 9:01. So they made it about it was about 9. I minutes. read that as within. That to me was more of a within, mm. but I, it is ambiguous. It is ambiguous. Definitely. So Neil Neil says predicted within. I, I I'm going to give partial credit to that because I feel like that's a bit broad. You know, I I feel like you guys are kind of redefining the criteria after the fact. I don't think it's that. You know, if I were to say, "Hey Noah, I think w- between 1 and 6 wall panels will fall before 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, I don't think I get any points for that because it's basically a guaranteed. Do I get points for saying, I believe the sun will rise between 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock a.m.? No. You got to be precise. Well, maybe you get uh, 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 proportionally fewer points. You know, you get like a fraction of a point for that. Okay. I could get on board with that. So if anyone wants to put down here a specific guess for our next wall panel, then we're talking. And I'm not talking about within. I need you to give me a number of minutes. I'll put on a timer, and we'll see what happens. Fair? All right. I think that's fair. Now, while we wait for that, what were we talking about? The Mac Pro. Oh, Mac yeah. Pro, the Mac Pro. Yes. So, so yes, yeah, small, small spec bumps for the MacBook Pros that we're expecting in October, and a lot of the other machines that have been up, upgraded. But the Mac Pro hasn't been touched yet since Apple Silicon, and I definitely agree with you. Especially if you look at the Mac Studio, that almost seems like you know, like you were saying, sort of the limit of uh, of where we can where apple can take what they have right now and so the mac pro needs to be you know a level at least one one full level above that whatever whatever a full level means it needs to really be you know a next uh you know a higher tier product and i don't think that they're ready for that yet so i agree i've got our comment here next wall panel in eight minutes timer is now started let's see what happens now i think you're right noah that the Mac Pro isn't going to change the game for a lot of people. Like, as you mentioned, you forgot about it. Honestly, I don't think I need a Mac Pro. I'm very happy with my Mac Studio. I would love it to be a little bit more optimized and have things that can take advantage of its hardware more effectively. But quite honestly, Noah, I, I could see myself buying a Mac Pro, making a video on it, and then putting it up on eBay. I, I legitimately don't think that it's going to be that big a deal for most people but it will be the benchmark for high performance efficiency focused computing because that just doesn't exist all the high high perform all these like workstations high performance big guys they are chunky they are huge they consume a ton of power and make a ton of noise that's true and i definitely think uh you know i think i think across the board on all the macs the uh, the the level uh, of work that you do to 
need mm. a higher tier machine has gone way Absolutely. up to the point where like when I when I tried the M1 MacBook Air, you know, back in 2020 or 2021 before this came out, it was honestly fine for me. Obviously, you know, it's kind of a small screen, but as far as the performance goes and like the the processor and all of that, it was totally fine. Whereas, you know, in the past, a MacBook Air would not have been fine. So across the board, that that's gone up to the point where even, you know, like the MacBook Pro, obviously the one that I have is pretty, you know, very overkill for me. Um, but it's definitely gone up across the board. But there are people, some people out there who could use uh, a Mac Pro, whatever that would Absolutely. Like. And I think that's an interesting point that you mentioned. Y- you said that the the amount that you need to do to require a high-end computer has gone up. And I think what we're seeing Mm -hmm. is a combination of factors. Number one, computers are just longer lasting and more broadly proficient than they used to be. And number two is I think that the demand for more performance has lowered. So a lot of people say, oh, computers are, are stagnating. Moore's law is dying because computers aren't getting exponentially faster anymore. I think there is quite a decent chance. Oh no! Five minutes and eight seconds were left on the timer there. Let's start taking bets for the next wall panel. I'll keep an eye on chat. But about Moore's Law, I think when you really look at it, it's not as big. I I don't think that the big news is oh, computers aren't accelerating as fast as they used to. I think it's that workflows aren't accelerating as fast as they used to. The amount of like performance that most people need isn't increasing from year to year. So your computer lasts longer. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because especially, first of all, if you think about the average person, I'm talking about the average person, not the average tech uh, enthusiast, mm. you know, programmer, video editor, whatever. The average person who is, you know, using basically their basically using their computer like a Chromebook, you know, doing everything on the internet, maybe some of the built-in, you know, Apple apps, whatever, but very basic stuff. You could argue that we've gotten to, you know, what they need a long time ago, but especially with Apple Silicon, you know, fixing the thermal throttling issues and the heating issues uh, and fixing the battery life issues and all of that stuff, I feel like they're in a really good place. And then, you know, for the for the pros, the I agree that the technology has advanced faster than the need uh, for the workflows has. And these things like, you know, the Apple Silicon chips have special, uh, you know, sub-processors or special components or whatever that speed up these tasks and just make, mm-hmm. you know, things that would have been too slow before are now taken care of by dedicated hardware. And it just kind of gets rid of those issues and there aren't as many you know things that are coming up where you need beefier hardware because it's either not coming up or it is and you you know you kind of have something else to take care of it so i definitely agree uh i definitely agree about that i've got dj craze here saying four minutes the stopwatch is started and you're right apple silicon uses hardware accelerators to prevent you needing just brute force i mean when i run a Final Cut export, I'm not pinning my CPU or my GPU on the Apple Watch, on the 
the Mac Studio with the M1 Ultra. I almost said Apple Watch because I'm so used to that being the Ultra now. Mm-hmm. But I think the other thing is if you think back to Windows XP and then Windows Vista, remember how with each of those operating system upgrades, they were so much visually ahead of their predecessors that computers couldn't even run the operating system? Yeah, yeah, like the Vista, what was it called, like the arrow glass looking stuff? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, so no. Quick. That was, that like was a so minute. quick. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, we'll wait for some other, we'll, 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 t- we'll wait for some other uh, guesses on time here. So far, we've gotten a couple people getting close, but no cigar yet. They're overestimating. Uh, and They're all overestimating. Absolutely, yeah. The thing that is, yeah, so Windows Vista Aero, right? That was a perfect example of like that particular update was so big in terms of its demand on hardware that it was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta upgrade my PC just to run the operating system. You don't have that issue anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, especially, yeah, because definitely Vista was like that to a to a big extent, and I feel like some of the other Windows releases were, and even Mac OS, kind of, especially like going to Leopard, that was like a pretty big one. I don't know how much of a strain that put on computers at the time, but, you know, there were definitely some bigger upgrades, whereas now I feel like uh, it's a lot more incremental, uh, you know, in terms of, we're getting good uh, good, you know, software updates, but they're more, uh, they're more incremental and less, less intensive on the hardware. I got to give a quick shout out here to Ian, Ian Zelbo, ladies and gentlemen, correctly called 9.09 PM East coast time. That is exactly when the wall panel fell. So Ian, you get a prize and your prize is, uh, a hearty congratulations. So Congratulations. I hope you enjoy that. And apparently, I mean, we'll see if this is true. Someone's going to have to go back and check the tapes here. But Ian thinks that he got it within like five seconds. So if that is the case, then you get two hearty congratulations. So congratulations heartily. Yes. Now, what were we talking about? We were talking about software uh, uh, operating system upgrades demanding hardware. Oh, yes. I mean, look, the only reason Apple keeps kicking stuff off their hardware is not because it can't run it. It's because of marketing. Like, I get that when they when they discontinued like the 2011 and before graphics because they didn't support metal, that I could understand because metal just does not work on those GPUs. You can try to make it, but it won't, and that wall panel fell real early. They're f- dropping like flies. Yeah, this but like, is done. It's toast, bro. <laughs> the thing is, though, like that is honestly kind of a bygone era. I think the vast majority of people, even that still use those 2011s on older Mac OS versions... Like, they still 
work just fine. 11, 12, 13-year-old Max. I, I That just was not something that was the case. You know, if you go equidistant, right? Right now, you talk about a 12-year-old Mac. That's 2010. Think about in 2010 using a 1998 PowerBook. Or yeah, I don't even think they had difference. the PowerBook at that point. No, they did. I'm stupid. Well, whatever it was, it's definitely a huge difference. And it's definitely a bigger difference like you like you're getting at here wait you know what i got a visual demonstration of this okay everyone knows what a 19 uh what a what a 2010 macbook looked like okay that wall panel that wall panel someone's like banging on the doors or like slamming a door shut or something so that was that was uh i don't know there was something going on there that was a little bit of a biased situation. I was not natural. I think one saying. of my roommates might be in cahoots with someone here in the chat. Interesting. They're, they're to trying careful. to get... Hmm, that's no good. You've got an inside man. Yes. But, like, think about think about it this way, right? Here's a 12-year-old a MacBook right now. And, and this one's actually 14. So I'm even exaggerating, right? This... Like, yeah, it does not look brand new. We all know what a unibody MacBook looks like, but it's a very similar idea to what we currently have. But if you look at what a 12-year-old or 14-year-old laptop looked like in 2010, what you're looking at is this guy. The oh, PowerBook yes. G3 Wall Street. And I think it's pretty safe to say that you can really see the difference that has happened in the last 24 years. This is the same age as, as you and I know. This is a 1998. Good year. Very good year. Birthed a lot of wonder, wonderful podcast hosts. Uh, birthed yeah. the iMac. Hey, that's a big one. Oh, that was quite a, that was quite a ruckus. Yeah, I'm glad that one didn't hit me in the head. It got close, though. Yeah. They're coming oh, for me, gosh. I'll tell you. The game is over, though, unfortunately. Uh, a lot of people... I think a lot of people really live for the wall panel game, and it does make them sad to see it over at 9.15, which yeah. I can understand. I think our viewership is about to take a nosedive. Oh, it's already it's it's we've we've halved in about mm. ten seconds. You know, people are just like this is the suspense is ruined. Gone. It's unfortunate. You know, it's not unfortunate though. What's not unfortunate? The Apple Watch Ultra. Oh yes, there it is. Oh, and you know what? It perfectly matches the orange accent of your jacket. That's right. This is an this is not a tag. This is an accent. I really like the way that you that you put it there. Wait, is there no other orange on that jacket? There I thought is, that there was some there is orange. This I think this is okay. also supposed to come off. Very possibly. Is, is there any other what orange about the on the liner? Jacket? You know what? There is. In here, oh. there is the label. So there's your orange. 
international orange i think is what apple would call that right yeah i like it it's nice uh very bright and very punchy it's fun i have to say so we both got the alpine loop because it's i would say i would i'm i was a little torn between the alpine loop and the trail loop the trail loop definitely i've heard is very light breathable super convenient but I believe they were just like not delivering. Like there's something up with that band. It's just not available. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Did you pick the Alpine Loop out of like desire or out of ability to order? No, I picked this one. I'll tell you why. So the Trail Loop is the other one, right? And that one to me yeah. looked a lot like the existing i forget what it's called but like you know the existing uh things that like look like they're made out of the same material i do agree that was that that was part of why i picked the new one the the trail loop as well yeah so that was so one of the reasons was because like not that those bands looked bad i wasn't a huge fan of the color schemes that they had um but mainly you know though that band looks like uh whatever the other ones are called that they have and i have a bunch of like third party uh, super cheap ones of those already but i picked this one i liked it in orange because i felt like that was kind of the i don't know if this is like the flagship color or if there really is a flagship color but also it matches the orange accent so on the on the uh digital crown and the action button you know the orange matches that was why i picked this color let's go ahead and pull up here the uh the apple watch bands page so you went for the orange alpine loop for the aforementioned reasons, which I think are honestly pretty valid. And I I definitely did consider the orange because, you know, the the action button, the crown, having it all matchy matchy. But at the end of the day, I kind of realized, okay, look. The orange is a very specific look and i don't know that it vibes with my like general button down wearing demeanor uh it's not i it, it would be a band that i would ne definitely not wear to a formal event i feel like if i showed up to a formal event with this green alpine loop i would not get people going uh are you like late to a running event after this do you know what i mean i think it's a little more versatile I agree. I definitely think I like the green color. Don't get me wrong. I definitely do think it's more versatile. For me, I already have a small collection of third-party bands, and they mm. still work on this Apple Watch. Like I have one that's dedicated for sleep, so I put it on when I go to bed and I, you know, do sleep tracking, and then I take it off. I have one that's like dedicated for exercise, whatever, whatever. So I already have a couple of other bands if I need to. I'm not one to go to a formal occasion uh, very uh, uh, usually. It's, it's very yes. rare. It's very rare that I end up there. Uh, so uh, I went with the orange one because I thought it would be a fun band. Definitely not for everyday occasion, but I probably have something else if I need it. That's a good point. I mean, I know that you've definitely been, I, I, and I've never been like this. You, you've definitely been a multiple watch bands guy. If I remember correctly, you have had three that you have in rotation for your Series 5. You had the sport band that it came with for sleeping. 
and then you had one that you wore during the day and one when you went biking. Yeah, the the sport band that it came with, like the silicon band, that's my exercise band. I have one that's like the trail loop material, and that was like my everyday band. And then I had one that was kind of like the solo loop material, uh, and that is my sleep band. And I have a couple of other ones that are similar that I don't uh, really use too much. So I, I have a couple, and they're all super cheap, like you know, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars on Amazon. So yeah. I just have a couple of different ones that I that I that I switch through. I think, I think that I might do that for the Ultra. I think it's it's. I basically had my Series Five, and I got the Milanese Loop, which was a pretty expensive band and was more than I wanted to spend. But I basically just kept that forever and ever and ever i i i had that loop since the day i got the watch in 2019 i wore it for three years i never really changed the watch band i kind of regret not having some bands because it's a really quick and like you mentioned for two five dollars a very cheap way to change up your look i have to say i think i was expecting I was expecting to dislike the look of the Apple Watch Ultra and need to salvage it with additional bands. But now that I have it in person, I'm really liking the Alpine Loop and I'm really liking the look of the Apple Watch Ultra itself. I was so skeptical, but I actually think it looks super tight. Yeah, I was also because I think we we talked about this a little bit, just or like texted about it a little bit. But like, I was very, I was like, oh man, this thing's gonna be so big, it's gonna be so chunky. I'm gonna have to return it. It's gonna be crazy. But then, like now that I have it and I'm wearing it, it I don't know. It's like so big, but it's so much fun. I love how big the screen is. It's like the flat display is actually really mm. nice. Like really nice. <sighs> I really there there's a lot that I that I like about this watch. And honestly, I will say it is pretty chunky, but it doesn't feel that much heavier than my previous Apple Watch. I definitely noticed that as well. I thought that the weight would be the big like really irritating factor, but it honestly does not feel big on the wrist. It does look big. Full honesty, Ian's asking, should I buy the Ultra? He's stuck. He doesn't know what to do. I have to be honest, you guys. If you have small wrists, it does look absurd. Some people think it looks absurd on my like pretty medium-sized wrists, and that may well be the case, but I personally don't find it hard to live with, apart from the fact that it's hard to get it in like the sleeve of my jacket. It it, it it fits, but it's not, you know, it, it doesn't ship for a low flat rate. It It's barely in there uh-huh. if you catch my drift. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, I don't know, even if it does look kind of silly, I don't know, because I've shown it to a couple of people and their reaction is like, oh, wow. And I don't know if that's just because it's like a new thing or it looks different or because it's so big, mm. but I kind of like that. I want to have, like, yeah. I'm getting, you know, for me, like, I like to have the latest gadgets and I like to, you know, be like using them and whatever. And then if people see it, they're like, oh, wow, that's like really 
big or like, oh, that's really cool or whatever, that I'm like, yeah, it's cool. We should talk. Let's talk about it. So like, I like, I like that it's like a big thing. I don't, I don't know. Does it look, does it look, I mean, it's not really here. Does this look too big? I don't know. It looks like it's not on my wrist, right? I mean, it's big. There's no getting around the size, but I, I like it. I know one of the things that Noah, you and I have both really enjoyed, especially coming from the Series 5, is having the on-screen keyboard. And especially with the swipe gestures and the large screen, it's surprisingly usable. Yeah, honestly, like the ons like the keyboard with the uh you know, with the autocorrect and even without because sometimes like if you type a like a swear word uh, or an acronym that it doesn't recognize, you have to actually type it out, but it's totally usable, which I don't like I kind of don't understand how. Yeah. But like it is. It's like pretty it's pretty cool. No, it's it actually kind of shocked me how usable the keyboard was i was using it i was in the airport immediately after i filmed my unboxing video i went to the airport for a project that i will tell you guys about towards the end of this episode because it's very interesting and i don't even think uh i don't even think i told you all of this detail noah i don't think so but i was in the airport and i was talking with noah and some other people and i was just standing there at the gate didn't want to pull up my phone. I was just swiping away on my watch. And I was absolutely stunned by how good it is. You can scroll up and down and see your your messages. You can tap back. You can reply. You can you can type it out letter by letter if you're as you're saying doing an acronym or a word that's a more colloquial term or a curse sure, word. Could, yeah. <laughs> 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 otherwise known as term yes i like that i like that phrase uh, yeah as a colloquial term of shit that's yeah. what i'm talking about uh-huh now being able to do that on your watch is absolutely nuts and the speed that i was able to do it too i i, I for i for one have never liked the the previous apple watch solution which was you know that little touchpad and you would like write out the letters i hated yeah. that yeah I tried. I have tried to use that before. It's mixed, especially because my handwriting is so terrible. And then you take that and try to do it with your finger on a screen. It's even worse. And like, and you can't go fast. You have to like let it recognize stuff, and it doesn't recognize my handwriting well, which is my fault. But this is a much better solution. I agree with you, dude. This weekend was crazy. And, and I'll tell you what, one of the things that I was doing this weekend was testing the battery life of the Apple Watch Ultra, Noah. I don't know if you've had the chance to, like, give it the full beans and, and see how it goes, but it's wild. Yeah, I will say I am at 52%. I've had this uh, active. I have this off the charger, so I charge it to 100%. 26 hours ago so it's been 26 hours and in that time i've recorded about an hour hour and 15 minutes of walking and about an hour of biking i wore it to bed and it did sleep tracking and i wore it during the day and it did whatever normal stuff it does so 26 hours of pretty much continuous use including you know workout logging 
and it's at 52 percent it lost 48 percent of its battery in that time pretty crazy that's pretty impressive that's i mean it's it's just nuts i love it yeah because yeah. the apple watch has been that 18 hour rating since day one series zero they said 18 hours and they it never went up for seven years until they just said, all right, you know what? Fine. We'll just make one that's super chunky and huge and it'll have more battery. And I was like, that's all you needed to do. I'm, I'm sold. I'm done, buddy. Give me that. Because you know what, Noah? I took my watch out of the box at noon on Friday and I, I didn't plug it in until today at 4 p.m. Yeah, that's pretty pretty impressive. That's, I had over two full days of usage, and it was not at a hundred percent when I unboxed it. It was at like ninety, so ninety mm-hmm. percent down to six percent in over two days. That's insane, bro. Yeah, I wasn't even on low power mode. Yeah, they really they really got the battery life right on this thing. They did not lie uh, when they said forty eight hours. It, it it really does seem to be that. I think they said thirty six, and I think they underestimated it. Frankly, oh yeah, thirty, yeah thirty six, because it was twice as much as it was before. Yeah, you're right. No, they underestimated it then, hundred percent. Maybe maybe thirty six if you have cellular on it and you're like logging tons of workouts and doing all kinds of stuff. But if you're like doing a reasonable, you know, more not reasonable, but like a more uh, normal amount of stuff, I guess uh, thirty six hours definitely seems like an underestimation. The sixty hour that they quoted for low power mode, I think you could probably get just in normal usage. If you're really careful, it is like, huh, I, I legitimately don't know how they did this except for the obvious, which is just bigger battery, same chip. That would be my guess. Uh, it's, I think a pretty fair and pretty simple, obvious, I might even say guess, but the end result is you have an absolutely insane display which is huge. It's like comical. I get notifications and I'm like, whoa, they're so big. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and the working keyboard, I can literally just type and I can just text my friends on the watch. And by the way, I'm left-handed. I'm using my non-dominant hand, one finger, and it's totally fine. How did they do that? That's they 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 nailed it with this Apple Watch as far as I can tell. They they really did. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people were like, "Oh, wow, here we go again. Another YouTuber buys the Apple Watch and isn't even going to use any of its features. He just wants the expensive Apple Watch to flex on his friends." Nah, bro. Here's the thing. The Apple Watch Ultra is great that has all those extra features and all the fitness stuff. They're keeping true to the brand. That's what the Apple Watch has always been. It's not about, you know, having angry birds on your wrist. It's about 
tracking your health and fitness and keeping you going and also telling the time and giving you useful information. But the Apple Watch Ultra doesn't need to be worn by extreme 10-time Olympian athlete climbing up a face of a cliff. Like You don't need to do that to, to be able to find the Apple Watch Ultra a good value. If you have a big wrist and a big old life and you need lots of battery and you got a big old finger that you can't wait to type your friends with, that sounds and a little a, odd. Anyway. And a big old heart that has an Apple Watch-sized hole in it. Yeah, and it's shaped like an Ultra with a flat screen and that weird chunky boy coming out the side, which I'm not even that mad about anymore, honestly. Yeah, like, you know, the the one fine. I got to say, I got to say, I'm not mad about it. The digital crown digs into my skin a little bit, sometimes. So, yeah, wait, you told me about that, but I'm not sure, like, how are you getting it to do that? What's What's the process that causes that? Well, okay, let me see. If I so if I'm holding it like this. If I if I bring my wrist down like this, kind of get my get my arm out of the way, then it's fine. If my if my wrist, you know, my 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 arm is flat across, sometimes it'll kind of dig into my skin a little bit. And depending on how I how I'm like sitting, like right now I'm sitting, kind of my hands are on my lap and I'm just, you know, twiddling the crown and it sometimes it does dig into my skin a little bit and it's a little bit harder to turn do you not see this at all like you can't make it i have not experienced that i mean if i if i push down on the crown as you say i can mm, no with the hand flat definitely not there's like lots of clearance if my hand is is up like this then i can feel it a little bit but not to the point where I would be irritated by it. I don't, yeah. I mean, maybe it's the way I'm wearing it or maybe it's my wrist or something. It does happen a little bit. Uh, it's not, you know, the worst thing in the world, but it is a bigger crown, a bigger digital yeah. crown. And it's also, um, it has like those, the, the the teeth or whatever that make it easier to turn when you have gloves on that was why they did it but it does it is yeah. a different shape of the crown so just you know something that I'll that I'll bring up because it does happen to me sometimes but not a big deal oh man oh i just accidentally triggered the other thing that i really like which is at night you can just like flick up on the uh, crown let me get it to actually go and then go into the red mode have you done this mm. noah it's super cool, actually, at night. I really like it. I don't even have that watch face as one of my watch faces. I guess I should. Really? I guess I should use it. I it just looks set so it up. Good. I know. I just set up my watch like I used the same faces that I had on my previous one. But I guess I should no. give that one a fair try. You got to okay. Keep all your normal watch faces, but you got to add the additional one because all first right. of all, it has an. A, a metric ass load of complications. I think it's, it's true. I think it's eight. So there's four sub dials and then there's four around the sides and then you can change whether you want it to show minutes or seconds or hours or I guess minutes and seconds are the same unit, but it could show the hour. It could show the minute. 
It can show your latitude and longitude around there. There's like so much stuff. And and look at this. I'm so smart. I color coded it. So I made the watch face uh, the same color of. No, I'm hitting the buttons. No, <laughs> it's the same kind of green as the band. So it all looks matchy matchy. It's amazing. All right. I will. I will get that. I'll dig that watch face up out of the out of the stack and I'll give it a try. Good. How many watch faces do you normally have? I have 3. I have my every like my standard watch face, my watch face for while I'm exercising and my sleep watch face. So I have 3 and I have um uh what's it called? The the uh shortcuts uh automations or whatever they call it set up to mm. automatically switch between them so that's that's my my setup oh you've got them all you're not even swiping you're just getting them to do it their own wow what's so is it just a timer no it does when i activate the sleep focus it goes to the sleep watch face when it deactivates wow. the sleep focus it goes back to the standard face when you start an exercise it goes to the exercise face. When you end an exercise, it can go back. So I just have it. Sometimes I swipe, but it's pretty automatic. And I do like that setup. I do like it. Wow. That's fancy. You know what? That is impressive. I basically, I, I had set up a, the California watch face when I got my Series 5. And I basically didn't change it until, well, now when I got the Ultra. So... I got to step up my game here. You've got your multiple band routine. You've got your face routine. Mm, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit like a like a boomer here where I just put on one face and one band and left it for 3 years. Yeah, I mean that's like that's casual casual Apple Watch enjoyer versus the the alpha Apple Watch expert, you know. The Chad Apple Watch Ultra comes along and just says Everyone else, sit down, because mm -hmm. I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, Noah, it is – I was so skeptical. I know we both were. We talked about it before the event. We were like, oh, that's an ugly-looking render. It's not going to be good. And then they released it, and we were like, huh, okay. And now that I've got it, I am sold, 100%. This was worth every penny. I'm keeping it forever. Yeah, I really, I really like the look of this thing. It's very uh, chunky, but I like, you know, it's silver. Uh, it kind of has like a more silver look, whereas before uh, my my Series Five was like the black aluminum or whatever, you know, space yeah. gray, whatever they called it. But it was the black one, so it's a lighter look, Same. which is different. But I do like it, and I like the, you know, the speaker cutout and the and the orange action button, and then you flip it around on the bottom, and it's sort of like an off white, kind of like cream color maybe. And then there's those mm. like screws, those kind of big uh, screws in there. I don't know. It just looks so like rugged and like like uh, like durable, or it's like it's like a, like a real like a real big old thing. You know what I mean? And then I and I it like is that. a big old thing. Absolutely, it is. And I like that. And it looks like it. And I have like to it. say, I think it looks rugged, but not too rugged. Like, I feel like you could still, maybe not with the orange band, but you could definitely put, like, a, a metal link on it, and it would look so classy. 
Oh yeah, it's it's rugged, but not in the way that like a Garmin watch or one of the other watches would be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aha, uh-huh, Jinx. We said absolutely at the same time. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, all beans. Bro, I'm so excited for our in-person episode next week. That's going to be so fun. Yeah, we got to think of something. We're not going to have uh, any new products at that point. Or maybe I'm getting my, my new AirPods on, uh, on I think, Tuesday. So we could mention that. But we got to think of something fun to do uh, for next week. That's true. We will have to think of something. We'll, 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 we'll get creative with it. We'll make it happen. If anything, it'll just be fun to like not have that that screen barrier between us. We can finally I, I want to experience the wall panels falling firsthand. I've been looking at it through my screen for a year now. That's true. You can you can understand the struggle that I go through every week to to deal with, you know, deal with these wall panels. What if what will we do? If I accidentally like fix it, what if I find a way to keep them up there? Hmm. You know, it would be good to have, I will say, Mm. I think it would, you know, if if we did fix them, people were talking about crazy glue before. I think if we fixed them, it would definitely take an element away from the show. And so it might be one of those things. It's one of those things where you have the tools and you have the way, but you choose not to do it. You know, like you've you've created this thing and you know that it's going to be used for evil. And so you choose to destroy it instead of, you know, let it fall into the wrong hands. So maybe, you know, we'll exactly. see. We'll see what happens. We got to think about it. I, for one, am just most curious about how they found a material that is impervious to wall panels. I know this is like wall panel creators hate this one material. It's like the clickbait article, but real, but it's real hundred percent real. Like what, what did they put on that? Is it Teflon? Is that like a nonstick wall? I guess so. I mean, we could try like, we could maybe like make cookies on it or something. That could be a good, I think, a good I test. think it would work. Yeah. So there is, so so here's the issue, right? Is at this point, I feel like fixing the wall panels wouldn't actually do anything because the wall panels have become sort of part of the identity of this show. Yeah, that's right. And we still have that one wall panel that we have to sign and ship to someone. And we're going to do that when you yeah. come out here. We haven't forgotten really about bad. that. I know, but we, we haven't, haven't forgotten, forgotten about it. And it's going to happen, but absolutely, they're an ident- They're they're a piece, uh, you know, part of the show now. I absolutely agree. In fact, I don't even know if people people see this, but I have wall panels too. If I widen my shot here, look, these are the same wall panels here. Mm-hmm. So we have this sort of bridge across the nation. These wall panels connecting us all together, um, so sort of connecting us across the nation. And then if you kind of go the other direction and connect the long way, it kind of goes around the whole world. So if you think about it, we're all connected by these wall panels. And uh, mine don't fall, though. Mine just stay up. They mm. just kind of, they're on the wall instead of the floor. I mean, they are, they are wall panels and not floor panels. But I have to say, that's a 
a beautiful a beautiful sentiment there i never i never thought about it that way yeah it's really beautiful when you think about it it's just like uh you know what we set out to do was texture the wall to make it look more interesting but what we did is start a cultural revolution yeah i think i think uh we need more people to get these wall panels and just create a a big a big network of people around the world just sharing their love of wall panels in fact i almost wonder if if people have bought these wall panels through my amazon affiliate link i don't know if that i ever linked it probably Did I? not i don't know what the hell bro so you know what somebody on uh august 30th 2022 spent some big bucks on amazon because from one sale i got a commission of 200 dollars. wow I don't good know what you. they bought, but good good job. Keep it up, honestly. I like it. You know what? Maybe someone bought someone might have bought a MacBook Pro. Good for them. I made a video close to that time frame about the 14-inch MacBook Pro that was on a really good deal. I think someone bought one. So I'm I I hope that's the case. I hope that I helped someone find the MacBook of their dreams but what i want to do now is see if i can do a quick search rooney here see if anyone has bought the wall panels through my affiliate that would be interesting i don't know how i would find this though i forget how to do this i think we <clears throat> we have to we have to we have to get this company, this wall panel company, to to sponsor the podcast. I think that makes a lot of sense. Oh yes, that's a fantastic idea. Uh, and because the wall panels, of course, are blameless in this, where the wall is our enemy, the panels are our sidekick. Exactly, it's the wall and or the adhesive. That's the that's yes. the problem here. The wall panels, they're just poor innocent. Uh, bystanders that are constantly, you know, every week getting thrown to the floor, uh, and and we yeah. feel we feel terrible for them. We do. We the wall panels are very sympathetic. Uh, they've been a feature of the channel for two years now because I put the these same wall panels. In fact, were the original background to the podcast, and in fact, the background of my whole YouTube channel from February to July of 2021 they're well traveled they are storied and rich in history they sure are and uh and now they're in a very sorry state and i feel terrible for them and uh and maybe we'll maybe we'll help them or maybe maybe we won't but we'll we'll keep them in our thoughts you know what you guys are going to want to keep in your thoughts what's that noah what are some of the key features of the iPhone 14? Just in general? Yeah. Uh, dynamic island, always on display. Great one. Yes. No no SIM card tray. Gone. It's it's a, replaced with a little block of plastic. Yep, we love that. Uh, bigger camera system. Very good. Not that shaking anymore either. 
That's right. They fixed it. Good for them. Uh, purple, the purple color, which is kind of growing on Very me, to true. be honest. It's not bad. I like it. It kind of is. You see it when you see it in a in a good light, in a direct light. You can definitely tell it's purple, and then and then I like it. So you know. Yeah, exactly. Keep no, naming more of bad. the features. What else have we got? What else? What else do we have? What am I forgetting? What am I forgetting? Two two big ones that I can think of. Oh, the the satellite connectivity. Yeah. Oh, and crash detection. Crash detection. Uh, I yes. mentioned earlier yes. that I was able to test the Apple Watch Ultra through some plane travel. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you will not have to wait long, but I did, in fact, test crash detection for the iPhone 14 Pro. And let me just say, I spent a good 12 hours yesterday filming, and I think you guys are going to like this video. I think I saw a tweet or something on Twitter mm. that, that, that kind of had me thinking about this, and, uh, and, and yeah, I kind of I had a feeling that you, that you did it, but I, but I didn't know the details. So... The thing is, I think a lot of people worry that crash detection is going to be too trigger happy and that you're going to like stub your toe and it's going to call the cops and say that you were in a car crash. And I think this video will probably demonstrate to you that that is not the case. Now, I will I will divulge some details since... This is a pretty niche audience. You guys are some close people that I trust and that I imagine will probably watch this video even if I divulge some of the details. Now, the biggest one is that we did not get it to detect any crashes. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And the second biggest one, or sort of the, the sub-biggest one, is that we totaled four cars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, four cars met their fate. I don't know, bro. How much crashing do you have to do to get some detection around here? That is because I think uh, I think it was what Tech Racks or or I think it was that channel that did the crash detection, and it seemed to work very well for them. So I okay, I personally believe that our video is going to be more entertaining than the Tech Racks video. Uh, I personally did not really like that video. I think it was a little bit hasty looking and he did get it to detect. But the thing that is interesting is the crash in that video honestly didn't look all that bad. Hmm. We did quite substantially more than that. And did not get anything 
to trigger. And I, I that sounds like a spoiler, but you're going to have to watch the video to really get the context and to come along on the absolutely crazy journey that was this video because it is just not not what you think. And and cool guy 5555551 I did not crash four RC cars. I am talking about <laughs> real actual cars that I drove up into a point in our testing where we exceeded the safety ability of driving it ourselves. Like this is some le- legitimate shit. And we totaled four cars. Oh <laughs> like, my. it's crazy. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's four, man. Were any, uh, were any Porsches or Audis harmed in the making of this video? God, no. No. The total cost was, I think, $700. That's That's pretty good. Yeah, I should also clarify that not all of the cars were running and driving. Uh, Two of those were cars that were not, in fact, running and driving. But I do want to also add that unlike TechRex, we were thorough in testing the different scenarios. Because you remember, Apple talked about four types of crashes, right? Front impact, rear end impact, side impact, and a rollover test. We tested all four of those things. Even the rollover? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Folks, we see that's why, like, this is the thing that's gonna, that, that kind of got to me is because obviously, you know, I've been planning this video. Last, I think it was Wednesday, TechRax posted their video, and I was like, crap. Because I know for a fact. That this video is not going to have the impact, pun intended, that that video had. Even though I like to think, maybe I'm biased, I definitely am, but I like to think that this video has a lot more to offer than that video. Uh, So I'm hoping that people will be able to watch both and enjoy both. But, whew, you guys... This, I think, is probably the craziest video that I have ever done. Yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty crazy. And honestly, like, you could give as many spoilers as you want. And I think people would still watch it. I mean, you're talking about, like, crashing a bunch of cars in different ways and, like, whatever. Like, come on. How can you not watch that? That's crazy. It is. I mean, it's just... I can't even believe the stuff that we did for this video. It it was a lot of fun. It was a little scary at times, to be perfectly honest. Um, let me see if I can actually pull up a clip for you guys here. Uh, mm, I think I can isolate. Action. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to that'll be my parting gift to you guys here is I will pull out a little chunk of this video uh and I will give you guys a sneak peek. But while I'm sort of preparing this, I am curious. 
do you guys think that crash detection should be able to detect like you know apple apple sort of phrased this as severe crashes what is your definition of severe because i think that's one of the biggest things we wanted to test is like apple says severe is that like you're gonna have to get cut out of the car or is that like you know something that could happen to you feasibly where you would be you know alert and sentient like i I don't know what that line is yeah that's a good question and i guess they definitely kept it vague uh on purpose i guess yeah i mean i guess the idea is i would almost think you know any any sort of crash where there's going to be some kind of damage to a car you know anything beyond like a fender bender i feel like you might want it to trigger. I feel like it would be better safe than sorry. And oftentimes you probably are going to call emergency services and have them like send, you know, send an officer down to, to just sort of assess the situation and, and make sure that people are, are behaving how they should. So I don't know. I would expect, uh, I would expect, you know, any, any decent crash, you know, where there's some going to be some kind of damage or some kind of uh, uh, issue that I would expect it to go off, but I don't know. You know, severe, severe is a, is a, a vague term. So I don't know. That's true. It is a vague term. Uh, I, I don't know that the Apple has maybe left it open-ended intentionally, or if we're just not able to get to the level that Apple was looking for. Um, I really don't know. I'm waiting on the teaser to upload. Uh, it's processing right now. I will get you guys a quick sneak peek before this episode is over. But, like, I, I, I genuinely don't know what factors go into this. It might, it might rely more on GPS data than uh, I was able to determine with a more localized testing scenario, but that was the same as the Techrex situation um, where basically he, I mean, he, he was in, in like a junkyard essentially. So the GPS data didn't change very much, perhaps the speed, but full disclosure, folks, we got up to some pretty decent speeds in here. We had some pretty big impacts. I don't even know. The only thing I can do at this point is give you guys that teaser because I have now uploaded it. We've got an unlisted view here. This is your first sneak peek at what I was up to this weekend. So if you do have an iPhone with crash detection, you wanna make sure that it's not gonna just go off all the time if you're, let's say, a little careless. That's just a little tiny taste. Oh yeah, that I can I can tell that's going to be a pretty pretty interesting video. 
I didn't even give you guys any of the crashes because I want I want all of that to speak for itself. But this was a really crazy weekend. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. And do you know what else is crazy? What's that, Noah? The fact that we have been streaming for an hour and <gasps> eight minutes. Oh, heavens. We're we're way over time. We gotta we gotta. These poor people are are being held captive here. We gotta let them go. We do. I think you're right. We, of course, being me, your host Luke Miani, and me, your host Noah Rubin. We'll see you next week for a very special in-person episode, and have a great night. <laughs>